Hello and welcome to the Bridge City Church podcast. If you would like to get connected, you can find us on Facebook at Bridge City Church or come along to our Sunday service at 10am. We'd love to have a coffee and a chat. We hope you enjoy this week's message. See you at church. Good morning, everyone. For those of you that don't know me, my name's Carolyn. I'm part of the team here at Bridge City Church. So I want to welcome everyone to church on this very special day. It made my day to see Pat here this morning. (laughs) Pat, happy Mother's Day and happy Mother's Day to all of you other mothers here in church and online. I would like to take the opportunity to honour mothers today. Mothers here in the house, mothers who live close by, and sorry, just kids, go to kids' church. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't tell you to go. (laughs) Missed all my cues. Have a great time. (laughs) So back to honouring mothers. Mothers here in the house, mothers who live close by, mothers who are far away, spiritual mothers, And mothers who are no longer with us, leaving empty, aching spaces in our hearts. We honour you all this morning. We thank you for the love and sacrifices that you have made for us. And we honour the mother of our church, Pastor Robin Sink, who can't be here with us. But we want you to know, Pastor Robin, we love you, we honour you, and we thank you for your love for all of us here in the church. Let's pray. Father God, we are so thrilled to be in your house this morning. It is the greatest privilege and honour to be here worshipping you. We are also privileged this morning to remember our mothers and we give you thanks for them. We give you thanks for birth mothers, spiritual mothers and others who you have brought into our lives to be a mother figure. A mother's love for her child is unconditional, nurturing faithful, protective and sacrificial. It is one of the clearest pictures and examples of your love for us, Father. We thank you for the mother of our church, Pastor Robin. We see your love flowing so strongly through her to all of us and she gives us such a beautiful example to follow in loving unconditionally. I ask, Father, as I bring the word you have placed on my heart that you would draw each one here even closer to you. And that these dear ones would feel and experience even more of the incomparable love you have for each one. I pray in the precious name of Jesus, our Lord and Saviour. Amen. I've titled this message, Pregnant with Purpose. As I was thinking about mothers this week, I began to reflect on pregnancy, the planning for children, the hopes and the dreams. And ultimately, the baby growing and developing before it is birthed into our world. When the angel Gabriel visited Mary to tell her she would conceive and give birth to Jesus, the angel told her twice that she was favoured by God. Mary herself stated she was the Lord's servant, and she was obviously obedient to God. While the visit from the angel was somewhat frightening and disturbing, Mary already had a relationship with God. And honoured him with the way she led her life. When Mary asked the obvious question, how will this be since I am a virgin? 
In Luke 1.35, the angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. And in verse 38, I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Mary was leading a life in relationship with God that was pleasing to him. God chose Mary to be the mother of his son. Mary immediately accepted his assignment in faith that God would do what he said and that the Holy Spirit would do the work in her to produce his son. Mary positioned herself to be used by God. She sought to please God. She wasn't self-seeking. She was a submitted vessel that God could fill with his Holy Spirit to do the work he had chosen for her. I can only imagine that in a human sense, it would be terrifying suddenly to be confronted by an angel. I mean, just imagine, it wouldn't be a small little thing, an angel, an angel of God. And then being told you were going to give birth to God's son. Imagine your brain trying to grapple with that news. And yet, Mary's trust in God was absolute. She knew this was not something she could ever do in her own strength. But she did not for one minute doubt the power of the Holy Spirit to work in and through her. Every work that God wants to release through us must be born of his Spirit. Although it will be released through our natural abilities and energies, it must be conceived of his Spirit. The supernatural work of God is often released through normal natural processes, like Mary being pregnant for nine months before giving birth to God's son. So it is, if God calls us to be a nurse or a carpenter or a teacher, for example, we have to spend that time needed in training. Psalm 139 verses 13 to 17 says, For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in a secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. God planned for us long before we were born. He planned all the fine details of what we would look like, our personalities, our giftings. Nothing was an accident. He planned each one of us carefully. He also chose us as his children before the beginning of time as we know it. That's mind-boggling, isn't it? Before he even created, he had planned and he knew each one of us. He, and he has a plan and a purpose for each of our lives. Let's imagine God placing those plans and purposes inside of us as seeds and we watch them grow in us, just like a pregnancy. What are we going to give birth to? God has placed gifts and talents inside each one of us that are unique. The seeds are there for the things God wants to do in and through you, things that only you can do, only you God has entrusted each one of us with a unique sphere of influence. We are called to be ambassadors for him. 
to both believers and not yet believers whom we encounter in our everyday lives. God has taught me a valuable lesson during the last two and a half years. Actually, he's taught me many, many valuable lessons over my life. But I'm going to tell you about one of them. So Pastor Vic and Pastor Robin took Andrew aside in the latter half of 2019. And they said to us that they felt God was asking us, uh, asking them to appoint us as community engagement leaders. They asked us to pray about it and then come back to them and let them know um, how we felt. So we, we prayed. And we felt like God was leading us to say yes to that. But we didn't really understand what that entailed. And so we went back to them and we said, yes, you know, yes, we feel like that's a yes. Now, what would you like us to do? And those of you that know Pastor Vic, uh, a new Pastor Vic and know Pastor Robin, will know what I mean when um, they just look back at us and they smiled and they said, you'll know. Seek God. He'll show you. You'll know. And... Um, yeah, that wasn't the answer we were looking for at that time because both of us are the type of people that if you give us a job to do, we'll do it with all of our abilities. We will try our hardest to get the job done. That's easy for us to do what we're told. But in this open-ended assignment, we were completely out of our comfort zone. <laughs> completely. There are several more times we asked the same question and got the same answer, with beautiful smiles from both Vic and Robin, I might add. But they knew that we needed to seek God. I felt like getting on my knees and begging them, please just tell us, we don't get, want to get it wrong. You don't know how, you know, how we just don't know. Help us, tell us. Wow, wow, wow. Thankfully, pastors Vic and Robin were listening to God. And operating in his wisdom and his will, as always. So after our initial protests, we went to God over and over again and again. We heard nothing in answer to our question of what do you want us to do as community engagement leaders. But we felt a strong leading from the Holy Spirit to spend more time in the word of God and in prayer and also to do some formal study. Psalm 32 verse 8 says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. I read somewhere that it is far better to see the will of God as a process rather than a program. Viewed this way, the emphasis falls on developing an intimate relationship with God. The more important thing is who we are, not what we do. As we align our will with God, as we learn more of who he is and what pleases him, as we seek to know him for knowing him, we begin to love the things he loves and hate the things he hates. As we focus on living a life pleasing to him, his desires become our desires and he gives us his love for others. The will of God is both a divine and a human process. When we consciously acknowledge God's presence and depend on him in the decision-making process, God's will is not an end but a means of knowing him better and becoming more like Jesus. God's will for us is walking in relationship with him. 
inviting him to participate in all of our activities and having a dependence on him, a consciousness of the presence of God in everything we say and do. Psalm 73, verses 23 to 26 says, Yet I am always with you. You hold me by my right hand. You guide me with your counsel, and afterward you would take me into glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And earth has nothing I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. So having commenced study in 2019 and having committed to beginning every day in prayer and in reading the word, we submitted community engagement to God and concentrated on knowing him in a deeper way, serving in his house and loving and caring for our, the people in the house and our colleagues at work. God's will centres around relationship, relationship with him, time spent in his presence, finding out the things he cares about and lining our wills, thoughts and our desires up with his. Psalm 37, 23 and 24 says, The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. During the two and a half years from then to now, God drew our attention to a community in great need. We felt his love and concern for the people suffering food insecurity, loneliness, isolation, brokenness and addiction. We saw the need and said, Lord, what can we do? Then the Holy Spirit began to show us afresh what Jesus was doing when he was living as a human. And as we looked at the need through the eyes of Jesus, the ministry of the hub began to grow. It began as a seed of an idea and it was born just over a week ago on the 29th of April. I'm so thankful for the wisdom of pastors Vic and Robin. If they had just told us to do something, we would have done it and missed this amazing time of going deeper with God, of letting him, the one who conceived us, who gave birth to us in the spiritual, mould us and shape us in line with our unique personalities to do the work that he has prepared for us. Wow, it has been the most amazing time. Ephesians 2 verses 10 says, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. God plants seeds in each one of us, tied up with our uniqueness to do the work he has prepared in advance for us to do. And let me say here that there are no barriers to these seeds. It's not just one thing that God has for one person and when you've done it, that's it, you've reached your expiry date. There's no age barriers. There's no um, number barriers to the number of things that God wants to do in and through you. As you walk with him, as you seek his will as you um, listen for his leading and follow it, it'll be one thing and another thing and another thing and another thing. And so let me encourage you all, like there are things that only you can do that others can't because they're not you. And the people around you that you can influence that others can't because they're not around those people. So be encouraged. There is, yeah, plans and purposes that God has got for your life that are amazing. 
God plants seeds in each one of us tied up with our uniqueness to do the work that he has prepared in advance for us to do. He wants to see our whole lives as interconnected good works for him. The way we interact with our colleagues at work, how we talk to our family and friends and the way we treat our enemies. God prepared what he wanted us to do for him long ago. He has already planned what he wants us to do with our lives. We do not need to copy um, what someone else did or has doing or is doing. God has a unique plan for each of us to serve him in this world. He has given each one of us spiritual gifts. That combined with the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives leads us in our service to him. Psalm 22 verses 9 and 10 says, Yet you brought me safely from my mother's womb and led me to trust you at my mother's breast. I was thrust into your arms at my birth. You have been my God from the moment I was born. We have been created by God purposefully. He knows us intimately better than we know ourselves. He is mighty to save and always good. He is all-knowing and everywhere. Because of who he is, we are always loved and we are never alone. So some of the things I have learned in in determining and walking in the will of God are, number one, you need to have relationship. We need to purposefully spend time with God to know him, not for what he can do for us, but for just knowing him because he is truly wonderful. We need to read God's word. We cannot ever presume to know God's will without reading his word and knowing what it says. And we need to pray. Prayer not only helps birth, shape and form God's purposes in the unseen realm until it is ready to be released in the natural, but prayer also helps us align our will to the Father's will so that we are ready to carry out his purposes here on earth. Prayer is relationship. It's just like me having a conversation with Andrew, only I'm having a conversation with God, almighty creator of the universe. I can just, I don't have to have the special words, I can just talk to him freely about anything, anytime, anywhere. Commit your plans to God. Psalm 37 verse 5 says, Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him. And he will help you. Number five, live a life of obedience, trusting in God and walking in his ways. Number six, seek godly input from pastors, leaders and godly friends. And seven, pay attention to your unique gifts and talents. Use them to serve God and serve people. So we've got one, relationship. Two, read God's word. Three, pray. Four, commit your plans to the Lord. Five, live a life of obedience. Six, seek godly input. And seven, pay attention to your unique gifts and talents. Rachel says, dreams don't become a reality until we are willing to combine our dreams with blood, sweat and tears. It will take diligent work on our part to give birth to the purposes of God. Psalm 126 verse 5 says, Those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. We may have a God-given vision or dream, but it may take some uphill struggle and dedicated effort on our part to make it happen, like giving birth. 
It may take some diligent work to give birth to the purposes of God. God has not called us to be just dreamers, but workers who work for his kingdom. We are called to do the work of the kingdom, not just dream about the work of the kingdom. We need to keep working through all the difficulties and challenges and the dream will come to pass. There are purposes that God wants to birth through each one of us. We don't want to go to heaven saying, Lord, I dreamed big, but I didn't accomplish anything. We need to go to heaven knowing that we have given birth to everything God wanted to birth through us here on earth. The truly exciting thing is that God wants to use every single one of us to bring about his kingdom here on earth. Not one of us is excluded. All we need to do, all we need to do is say, here I am, Lord, I'm willing. So as we celebrate our mothers and mother figures on this special day, let's think about what seeds God has planted in us and what we will give birth to as we walk hand in hand with him, following the path he is leading us on. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For anyone in the building or online that doesn't yet know Jesus and his amazing love, I'm going to pray this prayer um, and just ask all of you to pray it along with me. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I admit I am a sinner and I have lived a selfish life doing many things against you. I'm sorry and I ask you to forgive me. I believe that you died on the cross to save me. You did what I could not do for myself. I ask you now to take control of my life. I give it to you. From this day forward, please help me to live every day for you in a way that is pleasing to you. I love you, Lord, and I thank you that because of what you have done for me, I will spend all of eternity in heaven with you. Amen. If you have prayed that prayer here in the house or online, um, please see one of our leaders or contact our church because we can give you resources to help you with your walk with God. It's life-changing. You will never be the same again. It's amazing walking with Jesus. And now to finish the service, let's pray. Father God, we thank you for your great love for us. We thank you that you have known us from before you created the world and that you have placed your plans and purposes within us as seeds that will grow and give birth to your plans and purposes in our lives as we walk together with you. And as your word says, may we have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep your love is. May we experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then we will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. We ask all of this in the precious and holy name of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus. Amen.
Thanks for listening to this week's message. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure you subscribe to stay up to date with all our latest sermons. If you would like to get connected, you can find us on Facebook at Bridge City Church. Or come along to our Sunday service at 10am. 